0: In August of 2019, I celebrated my grandmother's 95th birthday. We had a big crowd, played games, and did a lot of dancing. She wore a sash that read, 95 never looked so good. And we talked about dancing at her 100th birthday party. She was the epitome of health for a 95-year-old, walking every day, playing bingo, active in her assisted living facility. She was social. And out and about, But when the pandemic hit in 2020, she was isolated to her tiny room for over one year. Aside from the support bringing food and her family waving at her through the window, she was alone and deteriorated rapidly. She passed away last week, and I have no doubt that a big portion of her decline is because of isolation. I suspect that you've seen the devastating effects of isolation at some point. Well, recently I was talking with a group of friends, and one of them was expressing concern over not wanting to go out. She said that recently she'd been canceling her plans that she'd set. And as we talked through it, my very wise friend Tiffany shared the difference between isolation and solitude. We all agreed that it is so common to not want to follow through with plans we've set occasionally. That is such a normal experience. And Tiffany described that as craving solitude, while isolation is pushing others away. Solitude is a choice to be alone. And when solitude is a comfortable choice, isolation isn't attached to it. It's important that we take time, time alone to reflect, renew, and recharge. That's solitude. As leaders, we're often so focused on others that we neglect ourselves. But we must keep our own buckets full in order to give to others. By taking time for yourself in solitude, you have the energy to serve in the way that best reflects the gifts you have to give. What a great way to take care of yourself and each other.